1: It's Friday, September seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. Coming up on the program today: an epic British vegan currywurst fart. Plus, the stigma of male ass eating. The newest TikTok trend is just straight up committing crimes. And penis wine. The ladies are gonna love it. All this push your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a fat white girl crying about something. I don't want
0: any more people to die. Like, it's not even fair, bro. It's not even fair. I just lost a neighbor on my old block, apparently. And uh, I can't think anymore. with spreadsheets. Christian now fears his
2: flatulence. I'm a mommy. You're a mommy? I'm a mommy. That really gave me tranny baby fever.
1: Yes, Tim Edson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great program for you. I say it all the time, but I really do have the best listeners. Yesterday on the Sideshow Exclusive Podcast, a listener got me a shout-out from one of the members of the Insane Clown Posse. T. Bohanson, I hope your butthole inverts soon and feels better. If you'd like to hear more from Shaggy Chew Dope about my blown-out butthole, you can listen to yesterday's podcast. Today, another fantastic submission. This audio may have resulted in a blown-out butthole. Dear God, this is magnificent gotta say thanks to db listener and podcaster log log is one of the hosts of regular features i don't know if you've heard of this podcast i don't think i have talked about it i've been meaning to it's a fantastic show very funny and i don't recommend podcasts very often the show features uh you know like four or five guys i don't know how many they british people all sound the same to me it's very confusing as a matter of fact i've got one piece of advice, and that is if you could just announce who you are every time you start talking, that would be really helpful for me. Because it is a cacophony of accents. I don't know if it's Steve, I don't know if it's Joe or Matt or Gav or Log talking. It's just a bunch of guys saying, Roy, I had a brilliant breakfast of bangers and mash down at the pub and the, loo and the Lift Little Wah Babies drowning in the Thames River, you know? You know, like, whoa, what? is that and what are they saying by the way that is such a gab story with the water babies in the Thames river the guy kills me you know you don't even have to announce yourselves who you are you can add it in post i'll show you exactly what i mean i took the liberty of clipping out uh, just a small portion of a regular features podcast i think this is really gonna help out listeners.
3: Steve is now speaking. Well, huh. I've just been mainlining some risotto and um uh, is now speaking. I'm, You've been I'm emailing some risotto, to who too? Steve is speaking again. Be mainlining some risotto. Gab is now speaking. Oh right, okay. <laughs> I think Matt is piping up here. <laughs> also, I like that you view immediately jo- Matt doesn't seem like a British enough name. From now on. We will call him Oliver. Jumped to the idea that he- Oliver is speaking. She was looking forward is to eating weird? it. <laughs>, Laughs in British. I... Log is speaking. I'm
0: very much looking forward to spending some quality time with you in my mouth.
1: <laughs> Homo alert. Homo alert. Homo alert. It's puff pofter, pofter alert. I speak British. See, now we know when Gavin is speaking, or Log, or Oliver. By the way, I don't think Steve is a very British name either. Let's British that up a little bit. You know, Steve. Steve? Put the squeaking bubbly on, Steve? That's way more British. I think they're all imposters. Except Gavin. That's a, that's a British name. They're all just putting on that accent. Poorly, I might add. Get in contact with me. I'll help you. Give you some lessons on uh, convincing British <laughs> accents. Uh, Anyway, uh, I haven't really mentioned what the hell this podcast is. Uh, You know, it's just like four guys or five guys or whatever, and they each bring a feature to the show. They each get a little segment. They tell a story, something that's happening in their lives, maybe a piece of fiction. I don't know, but it's all very funny and entertaining. I urge you all to check it out. Regular feature. I'll provide a link on the show notes today awesome uh, weekly podcast for you to add to your list of things to listen to. Uh, anyway, so um, Log, one of the hosts, messaged me. His real name, I don't think he would mind me saying his real name is John. And by the way, yikes, we gotta do something about that name too. Your, your new name is Cromwell or Barkley or something. I don't know. Pick something more British. I don't know why I have to do all the heavy lifting all the time. But well, please fix that. Anyway, so uh, John messaged me And he was very excited. And this is just like a typical conversation people will start with me. It's never deep intellectual chats. It's never like, Tim, I really want uh, to to talk to you about feelings and get your thoughts on important issues. Help me with some um, emotional problems I'm having or, you know, whatever. It's always like, hey, I took a long fart. This is amazing. (laughs) To be fair, though, oh, I perked up when I got this message. I was like, ooh. We got the top of tomorrow's show all taken care of now. I'm going to play a 30-second fart. And that's exactly what John said here. He, this is a, this is the, the first thing he said. This is how he, we started the conversation. He said, I just recorded myself doing a legitimate 30-second fart. I might have my first reason ever to leave you a voicemail. This is something only Distorted View listeners do. <laughs> they record themselves taking shits and farting. For me. Oh, I was so pissed, though. So he sent along the uh the audio file and it wouldn't play for me like it it acted like it was stuck downloading i could see how long it was it was literally it was like 25 seconds but i couldn't hit play it wouldn't do anything and i got so angry i was like i need to hear that sweet fart why is technology forsaking me john was so cool about it though he was like no worries here's a different one like he has a whole folder of his farts This guy is a freak. This fart, I think, is actually longer than the one he was originally going to send me. And it downloaded properly. So here is one of the hosts of (laughs) regular features farting into his phone for 30 seconds or so. Oh. this guy is a podcaster. He cares about clean audio. I mean, that sounded crystal clear. Well, after I got home on my uh, desktop computer, I, uh, I checked our conversation again. And that first fart that he sent that he, he just kind of shat out the one he was so proud of uh, that one came through and it's all thanks to vegan food. Yeah. Apparently he was having some sort of vegan curry worst with roast broccoli and triple cooked chips. Just to give you an idea of what uh, this would smell like. Whoa. <laughs> kind of sounds like a motorcycle starting to rev up. I like how it's kind of slow at first and then it uh, increases in speed. <laughs> <laughs> right there you go that is a curry words fart courtesy of a english podcaster everyone check out regular features it's available wherever fine podcasts are served up thank you so much log for that and that audio eases in nicely to my next topic the stigma of ass eating yes many rimming enthusiasts live a life of shame afraid to eat ass or ask for their ass to be eaten. Despite the act gaining in popularity and being depicted in just about every single porn scene, there is still a stigma, and I'm here to say this has got to stop. Enough is enough. Ass eaters, rise up and assemble. It's not even just regular folk who feel embarrassed about ass-eating. Oh, no, no! The shame has also penetrated... (laughs) The adult film industry. What? International fuck-giant Rocco Soffretti is one of the few men to openly discuss the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, the humiliation of being a shitter-licking enthusiast.
2: I'm so
3: enthusiastic
1: rectum I'm so about about how? let's take a listen to Rocco Soretti and a female porn star discuss analingus.
0: Where you're talking about sexuality, my and sexuality. I, I love
3: it,
1: because
0: you said, if it's gay to get your ass licked by a female
1: and get your ass Listen licked, to this then I'm gay, and Listen that's fine. I, and I'm like, I my life for oh, he's not doing the ass licking? He's having a woman tongue fuck his hole? Oh, that is gay, yeah, sorry. You like anal play, you fruit. You're the straightest man I've ever met. Okay.
3: You you, You know something? I don't understand why I should feel
1: gay on you licking my ass. It's shame because... Yeah, it's more of a domination thing. You make that bitch tongue fuck your hole.
0: Society wants to shame us for what feels good sexually. At first, they're like, like you said, don't even have sex before marriage. It's so crazy because times are changing and I feel like... Like,
1: yeah. even if you want to sit on a woman's face and rub your crack up and down her nose and mouth, that's acceptable. Just
0: licking like on a female used to be like taboo, like, oh, you're going to lick the ass. But now it's like
1: it's normal. It's it's like how you greet women. Sometimes when I go to the bank to make a deposit, <laughs> what, you know, you're telling me you don't greet your teller by tongue bathing her brown starfish It's like a handshake. It's a how do you do? totally acceptable in business environments now this video once again was found by our good friends at eFucked I urge you all to check this out well I don't know if urge is the right word now this guy Rocco he loves to have his ass it's more than eaten he likes to really have it played with this uh poor woman is uh, not only eating his ass I mean she is up in there but she's also like fingering his butt This uh, certainly goes beyond rimming.
0: Oh, if you get your ass licked, then it's
1: gay,
3: even if it's by a woman. I don't understand. I don't Um. understand.
1: Mm. Okay, you hear that smacking sound? Like she's eating something? It's because she is. She's, like, eating his ass and then sticking her finger in his butt, popping it out of his butt, and putting the finger in her mouth. You know cleaning it off maybe there should be a stigma attached to whatever the hell is going on here mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: clean my ass now
3: um. clean my ass
1: See, now I think this is going beyond like a guy who likes the feeling of a tongue in his ass and, and it's kind of entering like degrading women territory like clean my asshole be a good bitch
3: um. clean my ass Tell me if it's completely clean.
1: Oh. It clean? I feel like you should check that yourself before you make a woman do this.
3: Clean. Is Rude. It clean?
1: He literally says, Is it too clean? When it comes to ass eating, <laughs> it's never too clean. clean. Is it too clean? clean? Uh uh-uh. oh, no, there's some musk there. I'm getting a little bit of substance on my tongue. It's not too clean. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no questioning his sexuality. He fucks the shit out of this woman, and again, you can check it out over there at E Fucked. But uh, here is the uh, aftermath. Thank
3: you, John. Thank you, Chris. This is the best experience of my life.
1: She's crying, but it's tears of joy. It's the best experience of her life. I'm I'm so good. Ah, well, you'll be tasting those memories for weeks to come. Ugh. Let's switch gears in the most awkward of ways and talk about Kids Bop. You know, I've had a real problem with Kids Bop over the years. Primarily for two reasons. One, kids like the songs from the real artists. That's how they know this music. So why would you then buy them a version of the song sung by kids? doesn't make any sense it's just super annoying now some of the original songs are uh, very like uh, adult right because most songs are about sex or dating or wet ass pussies in those cases kids bop will try to uh tone it down you know they'll record a version of a WAP that's wet ass ponies maybe not i don't know they, I, I i've been looking out by the way I've been waiting for new releases of Kids Bop. I'm like, they've got to do something with WAP, right? Like the biggest song in the world, but they never do. Still, a lot of the songs seem inappropriate. Like on one of the most recent uh, albums, Kids Bop 40, uh, there's a song called Break Up With Your Girlfriend. I'm bored, which basically means uh, break up with your girlfriend so we can fuck. I'm bored. I want to get laid. Break up
2: with your girlfriend. We can hang
3: out in the morning, morning. yeah, yeah, my yours. I know it ain't
1: right, but I don't care, yeah. Yeah, see what I mean? You know, it's it's not right, and then we can hang out in the morning after we fuck all night, basically, right? Even though Kids Bop is supposed to be a more wholesome version of today's sinful hits, they obviously don't go far enough. That's why I was so excited to find out about worship jams. It's basically uh, exactly like Kids Bop songs sung by kids, but the songs that they're singing are songs of praise. Hallelujah! All right, real talk. This is even more pointless than Kids Bop because praise music, worship songs, Christian music, it's pretty much safe for kids as is. What is worse? <laughs> and Christian music Very few things I can only think of one And that is children singing Christian music Who the fuck thought this was a good idea Satan himself most likely Now to be fair This album was produced in 2008 I don't think there were many follow ups But it certainly sounds like a Kids Bop clone Here is the advertisement It's worship time The modern worship songs that everyone is singing (laughs) Christians are so fucking delusional You know how it is You can barely walk down the street Without hearing a chorus of children singing Lord is my shepherd Lord is my shepherd Jesus is king While they bicycle and skateboard and hopscotch the Christian tunes everyone is singing. Worship songs that everyone is singing. Yeah. Recorded just for you. It's Worship Jams. Every
3: move I make, i you.
1: I don't know any of these songs. Every move I make, draw me closer. Me Above all, I can only imagine. All, You're worthy of my praise. I know this song though hold on worship jams is on spotify but notably missing is shout to the lord they must have not been able to get the rights or something you guys know though that's one of my favorites By the way, at the beginning of this commercial, the announcer was like, kids love singing today's top worship music. Shout to the Lord was like recorded in the early 90s. Boy, you know, worship music has a long shelf life, doesn't it?
0: Songs are fun and have a message we all can enjoy.
1: Lord. You and your friends will want to listen over and over. It's Worship Jams 30 awesome songs packed onto two Ow! CDs. Worship Jams isn't available in stores. Coming as a surprise to no one. You had to call to order this thing or go on some website for a short period of time. Uh, but there you go. It's now on uh, Spotify, or at least part of Worship Jams is on Spotify. <laughs> a little plug for them 12 or 13 years too late, probably couple other random clips I ran across. Oh, this is great. This is uh, from a 1979 ABC World News Tonight broadcast, specifically the satellite feed. So most people didn't get to see this unless you had a satellite and and you were watching the uh, the live feed from ABC. The anchor is Max Robinson, and uh, he is pissed off. I guess during commercial... He found out that uh, a different reporter or anchor on the news uh, got to report on his story or give an update, I guess. I
2: had no choice. I didn't have it. Then I dare you to do that shit. How the hell do you let that man in Washington update my fucking story? There's no fucking excuse for it. God damn it. Don't tell me there's one for it. I'm working my ass off. Now let's get something done out of you.
1: I don't think news anchors would lose their mind like that today over who gets to read us. I could be wrong. When there are like multiple anchors or reporters, I guess you, you want to get the good story. Like if there's an airplane crash and people have died, you want to be the one on camera reporting it. Likewise, if there's an update to the story, you feel like you know that that story is yours. You should be able to update people. Max Robinson uh, was, I think, the first uh, African-American anchor of one of these nightly news shows. Something's done out of you. Because
2: I had a monitor of a picture sitting there. I don't give a...
1: I think that's when they cut the audio out of the feed. Like, oh, God, Max is losing it again. Actually, this was not that unusual. Max Robinson had a bit of a temper on him. And uh, interestingly enough, he also liked to drink and smoke during the broadcast. Like, not while he was on camera, but like during commercial breaks. So the satellite feed would catch a lot of that. This guy was awesome. Eventually, ABC cut the live video from the satellite feed and they would just show like a little like title card that says ABC News coming back soon or something like that. I've got another pissed off minority anchor (laughs) this time a woman this is a NBC anchor and uh, she she, she, you know what rightfully so there's no one directing her so the the way these this news break thing worked was this happened like in prime time, so you'd be watching, you know, a TV show like the fucking Cosby Show or something. They'd air some commercials, and then NBC News would come in with uh, headlines, and it would be like a thirty or forty second news break with just some like top headlines, and then it goes right back to the the Cosby Show. I don't think they really do that anymore. Anyway, uh, this has to be timed perfect, right? You have a very specific amount of time, and, and it changes from from break to break. Like, you might have 30 seconds uh, on this break and then 45 seconds on another break. And so you need someone to tell you, like, when you're on the air, how much time you have left, so, you know, you can, like, start reading the teleprompter faster, or slower, so you don't get cut off, right? And there was no one around to help this woman. Let's do that.
3: You work uh, this way?
1: Which way? No
2: mistake. Uh,
0: no, how am I going to get a countdown?
2: Yeah, you
0: need a count. Sure, I mean, it's 42 seconds. I'm going to do a guess when it's over. Right, me I, I mean, we go through this. Bill, we go through this every week, and I, this is the last week I'm going to go through this.
1: Yeah, they want her to look over to one side, but then she has to be able to see, you know, what she's reading. I mean, if
0: somebody's assigned on this show as a stage manager, then somebody can be here. Every week is the same story. I don't mind it once or twice, but that's enough.
1: You tell him, honey.
0: I mean, they say, I gotta have a countdown. It's 42 seconds.
2: Hello,
0: Daniel. Can I have a rehearsal? I don't know what else to do here. I mean, I'll, I'll rehearse, and can somebody tell me how close it came to 42 seconds? If it's in the ballpark? Go ahead, Jessica. We'll, we'll time it. Let's see. Three, two, one. Good evening. The UN Security Council is meeting tonight on the Iranian situation, a session boycotted by Iraq.
1: So she goes through the whole run through.
0: I'm Jessica Savage in New York. More news later on this NBC station. New York. On
1: the button. Look at that. That's a real pro. She hit the mark. 42 seconds exactly. It runs a little fast, though. Can I have page two? I love these, like, behind the scene things. I I find them really interesting. Especially when the people freak out. What? This is going to
0: have a local feed on Your picture comes up on it. That's not acceptable. I'm not going to take it. I'm going to be looking over here. No, I'm not. What am I going to do? It's going to tell me when I, when I notice something else comes up, I'll notice I'm off the air, whether I finished or not. I'm sorry. Let's get a stage manager in here. I don't care where you find one, get one out of another studio. I'm not going to wait until it was. This is primetime television here, folks.
1: <laughs> so I looked up this woman. I, I wondered if she was still alive and still doing uh, news. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away. She got into a car accident, but she was the first, uh, like nightly news anchor for like a, a major network. It inspired Will Ferrell to make uh, the movie Anchorman. Oh, it says here, shortly before her death in 1983, Savage also became known for her live broadcast of a brief NBC News update in which her delivery was erratic and she appeared to be under the influence of drugs and alcohol. She died three weeks later by drowning, Jesus, when a car she was a passenger in accidentally drove into a canal (laughs) during a heavy rainstorm. Yikes. No drugs and very little alcohol were present in her system. Also, she was a passenger. Come on. Give her a break. So uh, I located the infamous NBC News Digest episode where she is supposedly under the influence. Let's take a listen. This is NBC News Digest sponsored by Sealy Posture Here is Jessica Savage, NBC News. Good evening. President Reagan cast was his planned visit to the Philippines. Whoa. Whoa.
2: Watch-
1: <laughs> We're, we're heading into heavy portation territory here. President
2: Reagan is canceled his planned visit in the Philippines. His cat visit the Philippines? Good evening. President Reagan his canceled his planned visit in the Philippines. The White House blamed the press of congressional business, but did not deny fear for the president's safety. Uh-huh. The Supreme Court today left intact rulings of con- constitutional right to own a handgun. And now this...
1: After they come back from the break, she is still kind of slurring. Eastern
2: Airlines says its non-union workers have overwhelmingly accepted a 15. 15- overwhelmingly
1: accepted. You got to see her mouth. She's really struggling to form words. Percent
2: Pay cut and finally striking Continental Airlines pilots say the line will be totally shut down soon. The company says it may hire replacement pilots.
1: You know, if we hadn't heard that first clip where she's totally lucid and pissed off. I don't even know if I would question this. Like, I would think something was up. She might be having a mild stroke. Her eyes are a little little droopier than normal. Like, she's been drinking, you know. She's tired. But we've seen and heard way worse. Now, that's a true professional. When you can perform, just totally blitzed out of your mind. I've got mad respect for functioning drunks. Anyway, rest in peace, Jessica Savage. Seems like you are a badass. I mean, not the the drinking and the drowning part, but I mean, you know, you seem like a trailblazer in the uh, field of journalism. See what happens when I try to get all sincere? It don't work so good. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twists of fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Step right up, become a true and honorable freak, and when you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I have been at this show since December 2004. There are thousands of past programs in the archives, over 4,000 at this point, actually. More importantly, every week, uh, we do brand new shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday, we did a Sideshow exclusive podcast and earlier in the week on Tuesday, another Sideshow exclusive show. You want to hear them all? Sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly or lifetime membership. Uh, Remember, this is how I make my living. If you like distorted view and you want to hear it continue, please sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the show, we do have a Patreon account patreon.com slash distorted view you can pledge uh, as little as a dollar over there i think we just had a new sign up today as a matter of fact gotta say hello and thank you to uh ben he signed up just a few hours ago also uh thank you very much to jacob thank you so much to dave who edited their pledge and uh now now dave's given a little more money thank you so much dave chaz is another recent uh person <laughs> what are they what are they called pledgers patrons whatever thank you to all of my patrons and of course sideshow members you guys are the reason this show continues three very quick stories now first up oh looky here there's a new tiktok trend this time it's not uh, setting out to kill those who partake in it like that stupid milk crate challenge or uh what was before that i guess it would be the tide pod challenge there's been a bunch of them this time the challenge is just uh you know sort of to commit crimes A new trend has hit TikTok with school kids challenging one another to steal stuff, specifically from the classroom. So it's not like you're going to a store and stealing. I don't know if that's better or worse. The new trend is called devious lick, lick being slang for stealing. It's a challenge to nab the most random things as possible and, of course, not get caught. The news article includes a photograph of, um, it looks like an Instagram uh, some kid stole a uh, wet floor sign You know those things uh, Only first week of school But got this mischievous lick um, TikTok challenges have made kids very creative uh, And this one includes stealing anything from giant microscopes A principal only parking sign This is kind of a funny challenge I, I do like this And the button to open the disabled toilet Well that's not cool Some cripple needs to shit, man. One TikTok user posted a video on the social media site showing an assistant principal parking sign he stole. Quote, first month of school and I already hit the absolute despicable lick. He posted along uh, the video of the sign. That video, which has over 20,000 views, has a range of comments congratulating the teenager. This is gonna be viral, said one commenter. Another said, this is lit. Another TikTok user shared a video of a printer. (laughs) A printer he stole. Like an HP desk jet? These seem like young kids. Wait until high schoolers who actually have their driver's license start partaking in this trend. You're gonna see copier machines missing, an entire school with no lockers. It's gonna be awesome. Alongside the video, which has a whopping 9.7 million views, he posted, I guess that's the to the printer video. He posted, only two weeks into school and got this absolute devious lick. Viewers responded, stating that this lick would be hard to top. He won. Someone got to take a desk or a sink or teacher's chair or something. One person replied, I just saw someone with a bus. <laughs> they stole the bus. Well, now that includes some other crimes uh pulling a stolen wet floor sign out of his school bag one boy wrote only the first week of school and i got this mischievous lick after receiving 847 thousand views commenters praised that teenage boy Bruh. gonna take a teacher next for real again that introduces some some new crimes like um you know you're taking people hostage kidnapping people. Pretty cool. Alright, uh, fi- or no, not final story. Second story we have for you today. Good. Golly, Miss Molly. Ponderous. Fucking Ponderous. We got another hour of this? Rest in peace, Casey Kasem. Alright. Uh, there's a new wine out there and it's served out of a uh, a cock bottle. Here's a story you'd never hear on the NBC Nightly News, unless Jessica Savage was a little drinky drinky that night. I just I wanted to tell you about this wine I got. I drank it out of a glass cock. Big fat dick. Fuck this shit. I'm going to go joyriding later. All right. Uh, Yes, this wine is called Tipsy. And it comes in a bottle that looks like an atomically correct penis. That's a pretty big penis, actually. Launched in June from Napa. Just the Tipsy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was like. Why the name tipsy? I mean, I get it. You know, you get tipsy when you drink, but just the tipsy, that's pretty clever. All right. Launched in June from Napa, just the tipsy is betting its customers will enjoy sipping sparkling rosé from a bottle in the form of genitalia. Oh, it's not. It's uh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. I don't know how to pronounce this. Rose. Soha. Rose. Soha. I don't know. Uh, That's the type of wine. It looks pinkish red to me. Check out the chapter artwork. You can see some women enjoying some cock wine. Oh, my mom's a wine drinker. I want to totally buy her some of this. Uh, Each bottle costs $37 and is available for purchase on the company's website. Why does this exist? Well, it's a gimmick, right? According to CEO Matthew Shore, though, the initial idea was to market the wine for bachelorette parties and girls' wine nights. We were a couple of dads at a park. Of course, guys came up with this. Watching our kids on the playground, thinking about Dick, talking about the ridiculous number of bachelorette parties our wives had attended, and the incredible amount of penis tattoos, penis cups, penis straws, penis everything that was involved with the bachelorette parties. Uh, That's when the words that would change our lives were spoken. What if the champagne bottles were shaped like a penis? Oh, you guys got to get on Shark Tank. This story uh, is on their website in case you want to read more about it. The project has been in the works for nearly two years, Shore said, noting that he was surprised by how many winemakers in Napa were open to participating. We definitely had plenty of, are you serious? Is this a joke? But uh, as we explain what we were going for, it's all been really positive, Shore said. People like the idea. They find it funny. I mean, we've definitely had a few folks say it's not for them and they don't want to be involved in any part of the process, but less often, that's the reaction. The wine's flavor profile, please God, let it taste like semen, with a nutty finish at the base. The wine's flavor profile is fairly simple, like men's dicks. Uh, He described it as dry and crisp with a long finish get it the idea was to ensure the wine appealed to the average imbiber as for the bottle uh how did it get to, uh, get its shape and girth Shore said i can neither confirm nor deny who the model or models may have been but we made sure to go through many rounds of design to make sure it came out perfect again if you want to see this bottle which is very unique uh check out the chapter artwork right Now, all right, final story we have for you today Wendy Williams is in the psych ward. (laughs) Is this her first time? It can't be her first time, right? This is a long time coming. I mean, I know we're not supposed to make fun of people for mental illness or shame them or whatever, but we've all seen Wendy Williams on her show. The bitch ain't right, she hasn't been right for a while, she's collapsed. Many times, right? On set, like during a taping. And she's stumbling and bumbling and slurring. Oh my God, she's our generation's Jessica Savage. You know, it's funny how damage control works. So TMZ is reporting that um, Wendy Williams has been hospitalized for psychiatric evaluation and her uh, her show's premiere has been delayed. Now, yesterday, prior to this revelation, there was another news story. Uh, production on Wendy Williams' daytime talk show has been postponed because uh, she's recovering from a breakthrough case of COVID-19. I wonder if that's total bullshit. I mean, it it, to- it sounds like it, right? Like, it, the real reason why she can't do her show is because she's having a nervous breakdown or whatever. However, in the TMZ story uh, revealing her mental problems, um, it says that, no, no, she does have COVID-19 as well. But I don't, I don't think I believe it. I think like the real thing here is she's she's having a cuckoo-crazy banana break. All right, an announcement posted Wednesday on her show's verified Instagram account, so you know this to be true. While continuing her health evaluations, Wendy has tested positive for a breakthrough case of COVID-19. To allow Wendy time to quarantine and fully recover and to ensure that our production fully abides by SAG-slash-AFTRA-COVID-protocols, We expect to begin the 13th season of the Wendy Williams show on October 4th. A case is described as breakthrough when a person is fully vaccinated but still gets infected. So that was the original story. Now today, courtesy of TMZ, sources said that Wendy uh, has voluntarily admitted to an NYC hospital Tuesday for a psych eval. She apparently has been struggling with mental health issues for some time, totally on display on her TV show. Actually, the source says this was not a big shock. The world saw it coming. On top of that, Wendy does have COVID, but she's asymptomatic. And doctors continue to monitor her physical health as well. But I think they're more concerned with her mental health. You know, producers were kind of vague in that first news story. They mentioned COVID-19, but they were like, you know, during her continuing health evaluations, round-the-clock health tests. I'm sure she failed all of those tests, by the way. Hopefully, though, Wendy Williams is on the road to recovery. Here she is passing out in a Statue of Liberty costume. Uh,
2: How you doing? Halloween Costume contest. We do it every year. It's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's the heavy rotation (laughs) right before the fall. It was a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first have- Our first caress. Caress. (laughs) No, it's really weird She she stumbles around But she looks scared like she's seeing a demon Or a dragon or something And then finally she falls That's some good TV right there. And that, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Oh, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Show. Don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. All right, let's check in with a few patrons. And then we'll do some regular voicemails and call it a week. Hey,
3: Tim, uh, love you, love the show. Uh, Tylosaurus Rex, fuck
1: you, you're an asshole. Okay, uh, Jigu. I have a feeling there's some beef going on in the Discord because Tyler Rex uh, uh, sends in a lot of great clips and stuff. So unless he's this guy's talking to him personally and they're fighting, there's no reason to hate on Tyler Saurus, right? <laughs> What is she saying? So every once in a while, I will get like a Chinese call or something. I think it's a curse, sort of ancient Chinese witchcraft or something. If if anyone can decipher that, please translate it. Whatever. This is uh, Uncle. Oh, sorry, no. Rape Van Winkle again. <laughs> I love when people don't know their names. Listened
3: last night to your podcast and uh, continued it this morning, talking about Cheryl Murkowski. A name. Talking to the dude that was doing all the weird shit to his dick, doing the sounding. He was doing it with Deborah, um, and I had a quick.
1: Oh wow! So yeah, this is uh, I was talking about a um, uh, a live stream that I was listening to between Deborah Wilkerson of uh, the Church of Deborah and Cheryl Murkowski. They do prank calls. They talk to guys, get them all horned up and stuff. Uh, wow, that's this must be an old voicemail because they've broken up, right? Like Cheryl Murkowski and uh, Deborah, they don't do anything anymore. Deborah has stopped doing podcasts. She does like twitch live streams where she plays games and she does YouTube streams and stuff, but she doesn't do the podcast anymore. So yeah <laughs> um, And I had a quick. I missed those because they were really great funny calls. Question. Maybe some of the freaks would be able to answer
3: this. I'll probably hear it a year from now, but
1: close. Wait a second! This call was from June. So it's only been like three months. Calm down! Don't uh, exaggerate.
3: Um, you know, I'd always used to think that Cheryl Murkowski, whoever that person is that's doing that voice, she would suck air in as she's talking, like, "Do anymore?"
1: Yeah, because that's how I do it when I try to talk like Cheryl Murkowski. I'm always, I'm talking in. I'm, t- I'm talking by sucking in air
3: like that. But she does a really good job.
1: I'll have to ask Cheryl Murkowski if that's how she talks.
3: But as she's talking on this particular episode of The Church of Debra, and she's talking real softly, I think she actually has a fucked up voice. Because <laughs> she's I mean, she's like real gravelly but it's
1: light. Maybe Cheryl Murkowski is real. You can't
3: suck her in very lightly and talk like that. So uh, I'm just kind of curious how she makes that voice.
1: Well, you know, Cheryl Murkowski always says, like, her big thing is she, she only has three-fourths of a lung due to uh, all the um, uh, the smoking, right? So maybe maybe the person who is Cheryl Murkowski or Cheryl Murkowski, um, Cheryl Murkowski actually does only have three-fourths of a lung. That would explain the talking. Hey,
3: Tammy This is Sideshow uh, Freak, Mom's Purple Bilbo. Um, I just had to call. I was, man, you know who has a great PR man or whatever? Is Pornhub. I love the stories you do on them. Yeah. They're a little, uh, I just listened to one from.
1: Yeah, they're always coming out with, uh, they always get in the news, right? By doing studies and surveys and stuff. And, you know, the news can't resist publishing a good sex story. In
3: 2017, they're like trying to help the pandas. So they want people to dress up in panda costumes and. And upload the videos of them fucking uh, together. yeah, yeah. Uh, either way. I can remember that. um Oh, it's my birthday today. So oh, if you geez. have a, a video of Richard Simmons saying happy birthday to mom's purple dildo, uh, play that, baby. Do the best, Tim.
1: Jesus. Well, I think that's a little too specific. The closest we got is urine guzzler <laughs> yeah. urine guzzler is as close as you're going to get to uh, mom's purple dildo well thank you for all the calls, keep them coming freaks it's all the time we have on this edition of the show why do you guys email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 that's 206-666 oh so god is it oh god
3: tell me if it's completely clean
1: spread the distortion std tell all your friends about the show don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts guys thank you so much uh, for a great week of shows i could not do it without you if you're not yet a member of the side show sign up right now superfreaksideshow.com i will see you back on monday to do this all over again until then bye everybody